1: Morning it's Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse on Real Talk 93.3 FM. It's the Saturday before Easter, Holy Saturday. We have a hopefully a very very informative show today. We have Charlie Peters with Alliance Capital Partners LLC. He's born and raised in Tallahassee and he has a portfolio of investments we're going to talk about a little bit about flip, holding, rentals, Commercial versus residential, what he looks for, what's a deal, everybody wants a deal. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And that's really it. That's all we're going to talk about is with Charlie. Charlie Peters, Lincoln grad. Someone told me that. they messaged me. Mm -hmm. You didn't go to Lincoln? Where'd you go? I did not go.
2: Was my microphone on? No. Where'd you go? I went to Mariana High School. Oh, oh, you're from Mariana.
1: Grew up in Mariana, Florida, correct. Oh. He said he's from Mariana. He'll be on in a minute. Hmm. They must have the wrong Charlie Peter. So not born
0: and raised. Not born and raised
2: in <laughs>
1: Tallahassee. Raised. That's Scott Cowart. <laughs> yes. Scott Coward and extraordinaire Scott Coward. Yeah. Like, wait till you see this listing. Come on. There's only one of me. I don't know about extraordinaire. <laughs> I do. Mm. I mean, beautiful. So we have a listing coming on. Do you want to talk about it? 1045 Merit. Mm,
0: yeah. Myers Park 3-2 uh, with a concrete pool. It's a great home, basement, um, circular drive, all the whistles.
1: All the whistles, yeah. Scott staging. It's looking really good. So many touches of what uh, the owner had that he displayed throughout. It just made it feel really good when you walk in. You just, you just, it just feels good when you walk just in. got to edit your home. Well, it's not just Pull edit. It it's not just edit. Because the owner said, man, I got to take notes. I'm like, skip the paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's you, not what you, you can do it. You, know, you can't take notes on this. You just have to have someone creative coming in and do it. You can't train, what that lady Say can't train creativity.
0: Yeah, still looking for that intern, by the way.
1: Um, yeah. What do you want?
0: I've got a couple of uh, emails.
1: But what are you looking for? What would be your perfect intern?
0: Hard worker, shows up, interested, has um, just a good vibe, at technical Talent, meaning just something that kind of comes natural, but at the same time can use some technical ability. You want to you want to be able they to do it. Yeah, they don't have to be a graduate of you know some type of interior design school. They just need to have the ability to see something and edit it. Hmm. What's we'll the you Creativity.
1: You, I have so many questions about that mm. because it's, it's about training talent. It's a challenge.
0: Correct, but a lot of people don't know how to exhibit said talent. Where, where do I do it? I'm not an interior designer, but I do really well with mm-hmm. design. So, how, how do I use that talent? So, a lot of people have that ability or, I guess, knack and want to exhibit it. It's maybe an opportunity.
1: 1904 Sageway, which is Greenwood Hills, Northwest Side, Leon High School, is coming on the market. should be this week. Um, what is it? 7334 Hollis is getting a new roof that's coming on nice uh new one two one one oh scenic drive that has been completely redone everything has been redone plumbing electrical appliances cooling and heating all of it has been redone we're just getting the landscaping and we're going to fill in a pool and what else 804 ashland 804 ashland forest
0: should hit what friday
1: friday that's at 7th and terrace at the end of terrace it's a two two one story with a one car garage.
0: It's in Midtown. It's a perfect location. It's a great location. You're looking to get in
1: Midtown under 200. It's just a small row of townhomes just tucked away. Yep. Right in Lafayette Park. It's nice. Nice area. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Our number is 850 656 0009. And if you want to be Scott's intern, give him your number, Scott.
0: 850 0867. Text me. Call, I can't be likely. his intern.
1: I make a mess. He should, He would have cried if he'd seen me today. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I need a cleaner, too. Yeah. Someone that... A cleaning some, intern?
0: Someone that... Yeah, somebody that's interested in...
1: Really cleaning. Yeah. Has Not, a little OCD. Yeah,
0: and may learn some other talents while mm-hmm. interning. Just
1: eye for detail is a big deal. Clearly. Mm-hmm. It is. So we're going to talk with Charlie. In just a second, Jenna... Do you want to turn them on? Okay. Hi, Charlie. You're Hi. live.
2: Hi, Patty. Thank you for having me today. Thanks First for coming First time on the radio. First, First time, yes, yes. And
1: we met a couple years ago at Toastmasters.
2: Correct. And yes, I was
1: muddling my way through Toastmasters.
2: As was I, Did yes. you stay? You know, I haven't been to Toastmasters in probably two years. Okay. But That's uh, about when I left.
1: stayed for, yeah,
2: I think I've maybe six maybe eight months after you left eight months something like that yeah
1: did you enjoy it
2: i love toastmasters did you
1: you were really good
2: toastmasters was great (laughs) it it was absolutely great it was good i would plug toastmasters for anyone out there who wants to learn to enhance their public speaking and communication skills it is an awesome organization they have several clubs in tallahassee
1: was it your first time at toastmasters when we met was that your first go around yeah my first go around absolutely
0: i've only done it once you
1: are natural you are a natural speaking in public. People yeah.
0: do this more than once.
1: Oh yeah, people come and go. Toastmasters. Yeah, people do it for years.
0: Really? Years. It's a, it's quite an organization. Yeah, goodness. They have it, all
2: these different levels. You know, it's like you know karate. You start as a white belt to blue belt to green belt to black belt, and
1: and they have different toast, Toastmasters different segments of it. You can do creative. You can do like short story. You can do a speech. You can do PowerPoint. You can use technical uh, tools to help you. It's a challenge. Interesting. It's brutal. <laughs> it's brutal.
0: It, it is brutal.
1: Yeah. Uh, it really helped me with, I have social anxiety. So it really helped me with the anxiety. It helped me with stand up saying people would might, would might, that's good, might be interested in what you have to say. And yeah. That, that was, it was very helpful because everyone has it. Everyone has a little bit of it. I don't know if Charlie sure. has it. Do, you it. do you have anxiety standing in front of people? Oh, yeah. That's
2: why, uh, that's why I did it. You know, Warren Buffett talked about how he was scared to death of public speaking, but re- realized it was something he had to do in order I to be able to, to pitch to, to investors. And uh, I heard him give a speech. This is three, four years ago. He's in his 80s. He said, you know, my knees still knock whenever I give speeches, but at least I've learned to control it and give the speech anyway. So, yeah, it's more about just kind of getting – it's feeling the fear and doing it anyway you know to be cliche but but it really is
1: i have a interview next friday to be on a charitable board it'll be my first one and that's where i'm zoning in and the questions is the toastmasters zone that's what i'm going to be nice. nice or patty radio i call her yeah. like that's my third person
2: you'll do great you come patty across radio you come across as very relaxed so thank yeah, you. i know you'll do great
1: well thank you charlie so he's here to talk about investment
2: yes yes
1: and he has a portfolio, rather large portfolio. And is it just Leon County or do you have anything outside of Leon County? Do you have anything in,
0: in Mariana Ma- by chance? I do not have because anything
2: in Mariana. See? Yeah, thankfully. Bring you back to your Whew. roots.
1: We might get a deal. Yeah. You,
0: I'll say.
2: I was in Mariana yesterday. There are blue tarps all over the place, so. still roofs that are caved in by trees. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, it's just incredible. I feel. I have such a heart for that town, and uh, it, it's just broken every time I ride over there. Do you have
1: any family there?
2: Yeah, my parents. Are they still there? Still live there, yeah. My dad taught at Chipola Junior College for 38 years, starting in the 50s, and um, yeah, they are fixtures in that town, so yeah.
1: How are they doing?
2: Uh, they're okay. They're in their late 80s now, which that's you know <laughs> a tough age. Um, they're doing as well as they can to be in their late 80s, so yeah. Do okay. you have any siblings? I have a sister and two brothers. My sister still lives over there. She teaches at elementary school over there. And then I have two brothers here in town.
1: Two brothers here. Do they work with you?
2: They do not. Uh, We all own investment properties. So they own investment properties as well, but we do everything kind of the same thing, but totally separately.
1: Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So what made you start? Like you're young, you have a regular job. What happened?
2: I have a regular job. You had a nine to
1: five salary position yeah, kind of thing. This seed
2: actually got planted by my older brother that you just mentioned, uh, who was a real estate broker here in town for years and years. And he's, you know, he's 12 years older than I am. Mm-hmm. So considerably older, but somebody I could always look to. Felt like he gave great advice. And uh, we were talking about rates of return. If you've got money where can you where can you earn the highest rate of return you know capital city bank pays x percent but the other bank may play you know x plus one plus one point five yeah yeah so uh, so he kind of sat me down showed me how leverage worked and how um by making a down payment you could make returns which far surpassed anything else in real estate so that, and that's how i got started so
1: you've been doing it for how many years 20 uh,
2: 1996 23 years
1: so you've seen ups and downs and that's what we're, we're going to talk about it. the stick with us the other the n- other the next segment we're going to have Charlie Peters talk about investments this is Patty Wilson patty's Playhouse 850-656-009 pattyandscott.com it's guest. do I don't have, I do, for, I, do I,
2: don't have I do it for I do
1: it for the love do it for the do it for the Please don't give me wrong. Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We have Charlie Peters. From Alliance Capital Partners LLC, he's an investor in town, and he has commercial and residential property. So I just wanted to like get in the weeds with him a little bit, ask some questions, as we have, let's say, novice investors, people that are entering the market, and they. I want to be able to coach them properly. I want to be able to, to say, this is a great deal, or this is you're in this, you're overpaying. Right, right. And I can't. I have the appraiser background. R D six six two seven. I have the appraiser background, but that doesn't. I I I don't know, always know if I have the verbiage to help that translate with the investor mind.
2: Gotcha. They, they okay. don't
1: stick with realtors so much. They they're going to call a sign. This is what I see. My experience. They're calling a sign. They want in the door. They want to look at it, and they're gone. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to grab them. It's hard to like be that person with the information that they need. Right. Right. So that's why I would to ask you. Okay.
2: So. Was, was, i mean people call you you're
1: at a level now where people call you and say hey look at this right right that's which is fantastic i mean that's that's where everybody should want to be
2: yeah we get a lot of calls No, you doubt. get a lot so, of calls
1: yeah. however so your novice comes in we talked about long haul versus short haul right so if you're coming in you inherited thirty thousand dollars from your grandmother
2: nice yeah
1: just completely hypothetical what do you do
2: what do you do? Do you what go do you short you do?
1: haul? Do you, take, do you get a flip? What do, do you, you do buy something to hold? Yeah.
2: Uh, let's see. Do you have a skill set? Are you handy? No. You're not handy?
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I work for the state, but uh, I have $30,000 and I want to get it in kay. real estate.
2: Because it's hard to screw up. I'll say it's hard to screw up a fixer upper house if you buy it at a decent price and you do all the work yourself. You're probably going to be okay. Uh, but if you're not handy. But do
1: I buy it to hold or do I buy it to flip? My uh, first one. Yeah.
2: You know, I don't know. That, that, that depends on your strategy that, that's the yeah million, that's what that's, i want that's the million dollar question um i would say if you've never done anything before and you're not handy you probably don't want to do a flip uh there's just so there's so many you know little decisions to make uh versus with rental properties yeah i'd, I'd probably do a rental for my first one that's how i started my first one was a rental property so um yeah i'd i'd find a
1: do you buy a single family home or do you buy a duplex triplex
2: Okay, so here's here's the answer to that question. There is an old rule in real estate when it comes to investing called the 1% rule. Have you heard of the 1% rule? Okay, the 1% rule says if you're buying a property, it should rent for at least 1% of what you're paying for it. So if I'm buying a property for $100,000, I need to be able to rent that property for $1,000 a month. Okay, um, That's just a general rule of thumb. If you want to be even more conservative with that, you could do – a one point one percent rule, which says if I'm buying a property for a hundred thousand dollars, it needs to be able to rent for one thousand one hundred dollars per month. And and the more you can increase your uh, your rent relative to the price you're paying for it, the more uh, the more stable and the more profitable that property is going to be. So uh, I would I would look for properties that follow the one percent rule. If you have a thirty if you have thirty thousand uh, dollars, you can go to a bank. A bank's going to typically want a twenty percent down payment, so that tells me you're going to be looking for a property that's worth or somewhere around one hundred fifty thousand dollars. That makes sense. Yes. If we follow the one percent rule, then we want that property to bring in at least fifteen hundred dollars
0: per month. So property or properties. So regardless whether it was one, two, four, in Patty's question, single, quad duplex yeah I uh, I like small I, I would
2: if it's a hundred fifty thousand dollar purchase price uh, I that I see a duplex in my brain uh, just because if, if you've got two units there you know if one of the tenant moves one of the tenants move out you don't have to You're cover complete, the entire yeah. mortgage payment by yourself you need to be prepared to if all you have is thirty thousand dollars and you are flat broke after you spend that thirty thousand dollars on your investment property and then your tenant moves out that was paying the rent, and you got a mortgage payment to make. You have a big problem on your hands. So,
1: <laughs> and if you have big repairs, you have a big problem. If you on got your a hand. big,
2: yeah, roof is you know, you know, yeah, ten ten thousand dollars or whatever there. So you need to you need to budget yeah. those things. You in. have two
1: air conditioners, two refrigerators, right? On the appraisal. On a, an investment appraisal, we look at holdbacks. We look at reserves. We look at how many years can you hold out on a refrigerator and an air conditioner and the appliances. Yeah. But I don't see too many smaller investors actually keeping that money in reserve so that they have repairs. You they, need to have a cushion. They need to have a cushion. If
2: you're going to if you're gonna own rental property, you need to have a cushion. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's just too scant for people. It I mean, is absolutely scant. They live too scant. on that, like little bit of get a home warranty do something Mm -hmm. to prepare yourself
2: yeah if no if you're not if you're not prepared to hold a cushion in a bank account that is cash available to spend for unexpected things that are going to pop up because there will be unexpected things that pop up then don't buy a rental property yeah definitely so Mm. so if you're all right uh, we're done yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) no okay so we're talking about flipping you're like and so you do flips you do
2: do. we do some flips yes
1: and do you do the work yourself or do you have a crew uh
2: i don't personally usually do the work myself
1: have you ever oh yeah sure we could play have you ever sure (laughs) have you you ever done it
2: no yeah when i started out that was everything i could do myself absolutely you do that you do that to save money so yeah absolutely
1: and and you have to i mean that's what equity pays off yeah patty when i
2: started 1996 Mm -hmm. i had a honda accord i would load my loan mower and my blower and all my loan equipment into the trunk of my honda accord and travel around to all my rental properties to mow grass on saturday mornings while i was working my regular job so
1: good for you yeah
2: that's the that is the that is the price that needs to be paid so you know i was i was willing to pay it so yeah that's that's,
1: but you enjoy it it's yeah, not absolutely. something like i mean you just always have a smile on your face
2: well there's uh, there's something about too you know if you're working for a lawn service mowing someone else's lawn versus if you're mowing your own i mean it's your mm-hmm. own place you know there's a, there's a certain pride of ownership that comes Agreed. with that yeah absolutely how so. have you
1: seen the market since 1996 to 2019 It's it's a while
2: yeah sure
1: i say it's a balanced market what do you think of the market
2: it's a balanced market. i believe
1: it's a balanced market there we have about five and a half to six and a half months overall in leon county worth of inventory mm-hmm. that makes it a balanced market yeah there w- are some markets that are going to be more in demand clarn lake super demand mm-hmm. you know it's like 10 days on the market it's gone yeah for but overall
2: the, for the lower price points i think i'd say it's probably actually a seller's market right now mm-hmm. and then for the higher you know, I don't think million dollar homes have recovered yet. There's still...
1: Really, almost yeah. anything over 400s. Yeah. Are depending you, on where it is and how new it is. Right. Because everybody wants, if you've got that kind of money, you want new or you're going to go build it yourself.
2: Yeah, it's tough. It's
1: if you've you got that three and a half million dollar property, like, well, if I had three and a half million, I'd go build my own three and a half million. You know what
2: I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Mm. Yeah. Not necessarily. So, when you're looking at the market, do you try to strategize like I want to stay in the Northeast, the Southeast? Where do you go?
2: Well, we don't know. You don't care. A lot of people do that, they and, do. And, and it's not a bad thing to do that. But we don't do that. We just uh, I I just follow yield. So there is no property in Leon County that I would not want to own if I could own it for the right price. So
1: that's a great. That's wonderful. Yeah. I see that. (laughs) I see that. But I don't know that I'm translating it to my customers as well as I see it. Yeah. Does does that make sense?
2: That makes perfect sense. No. Yeah.
1: Because everything, if it's livable, it's rentable. Especially here. I mean, I have a Facebook page called Tallahassee Homes for Rent. There's 2,300 people on any time looking for rentals. Nice. Yeah. Most have pets. How do you feel about pets?
2: Pets are fine. Yeah, we charge a pet fee. You know, you either pay pet, We you have the option of paying additional pet rent or a pet fee. But we we do give that option. But, yeah, we're good with pets. The one exclusion there, if it's got brand spanking new carpet in it, uh, I do try and steer people away. Um, that however, pe- That pet fee
0: gets very expensive. When yeah, it just does. Uh, very expensive.
2: Pe- pets, it's always,
0: you know. How many pets can you have?
2: People, um People are so, so well intentioned. I know whenever they come in, but oh, it's that's all, sweet. It's always really how
0: many, how many pets can you have?
1: How uh, many pets do you allow? It
2: depends. Dogs or cats? Either, either. Two, two Bird. Ca- two, two cats, three dogs.
0: Uh, you
1: will permit five animals?
0: No, two cats or three dogs.
1: <laughs> oh my God! I'm like you are a saint.
0: Is there a is there a weight limit on the dogs? Uh, There is
2: a weight limit on the dogs depending on if you're in a house or you're in an apartment. Mm. So if you're in a house, uh, we do accept bigger dogs. Uh, If you're in an apartment, we limit that to 35 pounds full grown.
1: I'm sending everybody to you because I don't don't do any pets if I can help it. They're lying if they got them in there. Do you manage units? I have a few. Oh, okay. Yeah, I tell people not even a fish.
2: (laughs) Oh, really? No, fish I don't even charge a pet fee. I don't even know.
0: That's fine. What if it's a 50-gallon aquarium? Nah, I don't even need to know. See, That's fine. he's just,
1: you don't even need, he's just so.
0: 50 I, gallons he, of I water. I want his calm,
1: oh. I know, nope. right? Really? This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Stay with us, we have Charlie Peters talking about investments. Waiting on, waiting on. I've got two tickets to Won't you? let Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're on Real Talk ninety three point three FM with Scott Cowart, and our guest today is Charlie Peters with Alliance Capital Partners. He's an investor, flipper, property owner, a little bit of everything. landlord.
2: Yep, yep. Pet and he taker. always
1: has a pet taker. Yeah, don't call me, call him. <laughs> we like pets. You're not you know, pet, like pet pets? friendly. I,
2: I, do I like am pets. pet
1: friendly for my own home that which I take care of.
2: Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you.
1: Cleaning up after animals—it's—it's—it's a—it's a—it's oh, It's a lot.
2: We do it quite a bit. I know. I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a thing. lot. Especially since you used to really do like in the weeds, take care of your stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of pet owners
2: in Tallahassee. There's a, a million lot. gazillion you, pet owners. You eliminate a large section of the population as a potential renter if you don't take pets. So we want to try and uh, we want to try and offer something to everybody.
1: Nice of you, Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Not nice of me. No, not even a fish. And I put it, I can remember, do you remember when I did that? Mm -hmm. Put it in the listing one time and I got slammed. I didn't care, but people were like, you're mean. Mm -hmm. It's not my house. (laughs) It's not our house. You're renting. It's not our house. I have a girl now. She's got a 50 pound lab and two cats looking for a place. Stuff. Yeah. Give her my number. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Every time we (laughs) send them, to Charlie. Charlie's doing it. Yeah. So we're talking about investment. We're talking about flipping. We are right. talking before the show. Right. What's your, you, you, is a 30% rule for 30%, your flip?
2: Yeah. So if we're looking for a flip, if I am very confident going in that we can earn 30% on that flip, we'll buy it. So I'm a buyer. If you can show me how I'll make 30% on a property.
1: You won't do 28 or 25. 30 is your threshold. I mean, you know, if
2: you got 29.9, we'll, well take a look at it. If you're but, taking three pets, but, then you uh, might want to take 28. Yeah, but uh, th- 30 is is our is our general rule of thumb there. So, okay. Yeah.
1: And so, but you're willing to go in, replace the skin, the roof, oh, all yeah. of that stuff. We,
2: you're probably not going to buy a turnkey house at a 30% discount, you know. So uh, you're not going to go to Canopy and buy something for 30% less than the guy next door. Paid for his Mm-mm. house so that is it's, correct. Just, it's just not going to happen so yeah what that winds up looking like is we typically will buy you know if you're talking 30 percent uh we'll buy a property maybe for 50 percent of the after repair value and then we'll put 20 percent of the after repair value in it so we're in at 70 percent and then we sell to to make up the difference on the 30 percent
1: have you ever bought bulk have you ever bought like wholesale from the bank six or seven or? yeah yeah sure half. How do you get into the bank to do that? You just say, hey, Mr. Capital City Bank, I have this.
2: The one that popped into my mind, uh, there was a Williams and Williams auction uh, during the downturn. And uh, there's, a, there's a community on the northwest side of town that was built and um, had some. the developer had some problems there. And I, <laughs> I think, I don't know. Something I don't want to speculate on that. We won't use any names, but bank wound up owning several units in there, and we bought them. So that was that was what happened. But it was a, it was a public auction. Anybody could have bought them.
1: Do you buy auction? Do you like it?
2: I do like auction. Yeah.
1: You don't mind sight unseen? You don't mind not being able to get in? Well,
2: we try to get there to take a look at it, and if I can get in, then that will help us put a uh, a hard a hard I, number I, If I can, can climb
1: through the window. I will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you are yeah. gonna climb yeah. We'll you know we'll see those shows. Yeah, we'll we'll look in <laughs> the windows. You,
2: you wanna get it you wanna try and get a feel for what you're buying. Do you
1: though. do a home inspection on every property?
2: No, I hardly ever do home inspections.
1: I have the same feeling about that, yeah so, but that's just me. Yeah. And it's not my house, so yeah, yeah. I mean you know enough at this point, twenty years into it, what to look for.
0: Probably um, more we, than most home
2: inspectors, we, and we do get surprised. And I'm sitting here kicking myself, thinking, "Why do not I have a home inspection done?" But uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of what we do. A decision has to be made quickly, and there's not enough time, maybe, to do a home inspection uh, in order to get a good deal. A lot of times, you got to close quickly, or if it's an auction, you know, if it's
1: if you don't it's, really have
2: that. If it's a yeah, if, if it's a foreclosure auction, you got to close same day, you know. So um, yeah, you don't have that luxury.
1: No, and so. and it's a house. I mean, generally not huge homes. What's the largest home you've ever flipped? Do you remember?
2: Hmm. Do you go?
1: Do you try to go sixteen hundred square feet, two thousand? What do you do?
2: Largest? Let's see. We flipped the home in Golden Eagle. Uh, that was just under four thousand, thirty, thirty-seven hundred square feet. Is that my biggest? It's probably square footage wise. I think that probably is our biggest. Yeah. And
1: how quickly did it sell? Uh, pretty quickly you had yeah. it ready to go
2: it was uh th- maybe listed for like, two months maybe something like that so yeah
1: do you use all the grays like everyone wants gray and white they uh sure Sher-
2: sherwin williams agreeable gray <laughs> in a uh it's a good one in an eggshell is uh is our standard wall color yeah
1: yeah and white trim
2: <laughs> white trim uh we use morning dove as well that's another that's white on white so yeah that's it's a muted white very nice yeah <laughs>
1: So. <laughs> do you have a designer? Or do you just go in and do it yourself? you just pretty much standard picks? Uh, we
2: have a couple of designers we use. Yeah, so we're doing an office building right now, and and when when you have an office building, it's such a big. That's a fifteen thousand square foot building. We're flipping the whole thing, and you don't want to screw it up. So you know, if you if you if you mess up paint colors on a two bedroom townhouse, you can you know kind of <laughs> you can go back and repaint it. But yeah, you once you. That's a big loss once if you, you mess com- it up. Yeah, once you commit to something there, you own it. So, we hired a we hired a decorator for this one.
1: Good for you. Yeah. So, how many office buildings do you have and do you do you like commercial or do you like residential?
2: Uh, they're t- they're just two different. They are two different animals. Yeah. Uh, if you have a two-bedroom townhouse for rent, there are you know, Everybody. ten ten thousand people in town that could potentially be a customer twenty three hundred that I know of. Yeah, well, for that for mm. that sense, it, versus if you have a seven thousand square foot office space, whew, there's uh you know maybe thirty forty people looking for that at any given time. So it's just there's much tighter Big market difference. Yeah, it's, it's scarier. It's scarier.
1: And but. it's always been like that. I think it's like that yeah. in generally every market except Vegas and Orlando.
2: Yeah, so
1: which are the largest. Yeah. commercial i mean there's just so many businesses coming in and out in and out
2: yeah absolutely Crazy. and
1: do you, you you do own condos or you don't own condos
2: we have some condos yeah absolutely
1: office condos or residential
2: uh residential condos residential, condos. residential.
1: and do you like that do you like the idea of the maintenance the lesser maintenance yeah it's, i mean it's fine it's all i don't care you just want the You just want to know what your net is, and
2: you're good. You just yeah, you just back those out of your numbers. So they a condo association will typically not run maintenance as efficiently as we could if we were doing it on our own. Uh, But it's not. They you know they take care of the roof, they take care of the outsides. There's yeah, it's it's a lot less headaches.
1: What I like about you, and I think I always have. What I saw is you don't have sentiment about the property. For you, it's a property and it's income producing.
2: Just the one. I've got a handful that I've lived in. Which are one of my rental properties right now is the home where my daughter took her first steps, you know, 19 mm-hmm. years ago. And, uh, you know, I'm over there, and every time I go over there, it's like a little walk down memory lane. I taught my son how to ride his bike in the front yard. And so I'm very tied to that property. But you hold it. But yeah, I probably, You're gonna honestly, I probably always... need to sell it. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's just, it is. But of your. Tough.
1: Ones that you didn't have a physical attachment to or oh, live yeah. in. Yeah, I would. Agree you're really not sentimental, yeah. and I see so many guys. They'll come in and like it's. it's you're not going to be living in it. Right. Someone else is going to be living in it. You right. have to detach from that.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, it, no. For rental properties, it's all about the numbers.
1: It is all about the numbers, and they walk in and they're like, "Well, I want like I I want no steps." I think it looks prettier without steps. It doesn't matter.
2: It really doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter. That, steps is ridiculous. You know, seven foot ceilings, that matters.
0: But, uh, <laughs> I'll say, but floor yes, plan
1: matters. Steps don't Two matter. Two steps going up into a condo versus a walk. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right. Your customer doesn't care. Right. Your customer just wants a nice place to live. Sure. And they, but they really do get sentimental about it, especially first time, second time investors.
2: That is funny. That surprises mm-hmm. me actually. Huh. No. It,
1: and it's really hard to break that gently. It's Karen Candor again. How do you break that and say you're not living here? Someone else is going to be living here. You just need to make it rentable and then saleable when you want to. Yeah? That's it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to rent. If it's renting at 550 a room or where's you know up to 850 a room, just get the rent. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, mean, I agree, Patty. I agree. <laughs> But they do. They get a little sentimental about, you know, they're, it's hard for them to translate their lifestyle into a rental property and know that it it doesn't always have to look like that to be rented.
2: Right. Yeah. No, 100%. And definitely. I think
1: I, I get caught in that verbiage or I get caught in the customer's, extent. how do I break that and say, snap out of it? <laughs> like Just buy it. Yeah. I think I just say that. Snap out of it!
2: I guess I guess just you buy do. it. Well, why don't we talk more about that after the
1: break? <laughs> why don't we? Yeah, you should have your own show, Charlie. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Patty and Scott dot com. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. I like that song. Jenna knew who this was. Jenna knew Buffalo Springfield. But she didn't know Hollow Notes. It's
0: a little disappointing, Jenna.
1: It is. Actually, not very surprising. I just kind not of, surprising, but disappointing. I, yeah, I've been desensitized by her lack of musical knowledge. <laughs> well, she's True. young. Do you ever watch Sesame? No. Do you watch TV? No. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850 656 We have Charlie Peters in. He's an investor extraordinaire in Tallahassee.
2: Now, I don't know about the extraordinaire, but he's an investor in Tallahassee. We met
1: at Toastmasters a couple years ago, and I went on to have a radio show, and he went on to buy a building.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's how that works. Life is so unkind.
1: <laughs> nice. No, but I'm very grateful for you to come in. Thank you so much. Yeah, so My pleasure. So. You have these properties, and you just maintain, but you're always looking. Right. And do you suggest that an investor, if they're in it for the long haul, first of all, long haul is important versus short haul.
2: Long haul, very important versus short haul, yeah. Pe- people have a lot of energy in the short term, but it is the, it, it's the it's a marathon. You know, it's not, a, it's not a sprint. So, yeah, people tend to – I mentioned this to you before we started, but people tend to way overestimate what they can do in the short term and then way underestimate what they can do in the long term with some disciplined focus so yeah i would encourage people to take a long-term perspective as they uh, as they potentially look to do this
1: long term like long term like more than 30 years
2: uh I, I, yeah you know sure you can you could say that i mean if you're 60 years old i don't know if, <laughs> i don't know if that would be appropriate but uh my first very first goal when I was twenty five years old, I wanted to own forty rental properties. So that was uh Yeah, that was Your kids want to do this. My oh. first goal starting off. Uh kids go back and forth. Dad, I absolutely hate this. I am never gonna own rental property. Oh my gosh. Please don't make me cut this grass again. And uh you know, of course I am the evil slave master and uh uh uh, uh, uh keep mowing. But um, – and then, and then I have had – you know, my son is 16 years old, very proud of him. He had his first part-time job last summer uh, working in an apartment complex as a maintenance assistant. And uh, he got his – ni- he worked full-time, so he got some pretty nice paychecks there. He's $9 an hour, but, uh, but he said, Dad, you know, if I, if I save this up and then I work next summer, I think I'll have enough money to make a down payment on a town home And I was like, oh, well – isn't that
1: cool? Look at you picking a little something up there. Yeah, it was very proud That is of that. very cool. So, yeah,
2: yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. But, I think know.
1: everybody should have a real estate license to get that background. And I think everybody should experience investment properties at least once. Yeah. To know what the tenant goes through. I mean, it's not just if you haven't rented. Tenants struggle. I mean, you're constantly looking for places. People sell. They have to look for a new place. Yeah. And this market is so tight for, for tenants in Tallahassee.
2: Mm, yeah, no it is. We have it's a good market to be a landlord in right now because yeah, we have very low occupancy rates.
1: Very low. Very, very high. Very high occupancy rates.
2: Very low vacancy rates. Very
1: low. Yeah. And so you were talking about the gross m- when we were coming up the elevator. <laughs> you were talking about your gross m- rent multiplier. What you look for when you're buying a property. Right. You want to know what the rents are going to bring. The 1% rule is another way to look at that. It's Absolutely. the same idea. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same idea. Yeah. 1
2: 100. 1% rule is a 100 multiplier. You got it.
1: Exactly. The same idea. And then you hold them. Do you expect them to sell quickly? Do you expect, have you kept all, I guess I want to go back to commercial. Do you, when you buy a commercial property, do you know, you have to keep that for a while because that rent cycle is very different.
2: Yeah, it depends on the property, where it is, uh, and what our, our – I am a huge, huge fan of setting goals. Uh, I, if you ever want to do a show on setting goals, I could, like I could come in here and talk for an hour about it. But, uh, but, yeah, so it depends on what your goal is for the property. When you're looking at a property, you want to kind of formulate a plan in your brain as to, uh, do I want to hold this? Do I see myself owning this 10 years from now? Or do we want to improve it in some way and then resell it? Or do we just want to resell it? Hmm. You know, And so it, it depends on what the goal is going in as to whether or not you're going to buy it or – I'm sorry, as to whether or not you're going to hold it or rent it out long term. Do
1: you see a very uh, – mm-hmm. do you see a high vacancy rate right now in commercial? Yes. I do too.
2: Mm-hmm. It's about 85% uh, is the occupancy rate, 15% vacancy rate for office space in Tallahassee right now. And that's high? That is high.
1: Yeah. Which should that, that's a high
2: vacancy rate, yeah. High it sh- vacancy it should rate, be in, it should be in the low 90s. Um, for residential, a healthy market is about 95 percent, for office, it's about 92 percent.
1: There's a lot of building going on, too. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: it's, it's there's a building. lot of construction going yeah. on for office,
2: right? Which
1: yeah. is good and bad because it's harder on the people that have been around for a long time mm-hmm. trying to rent.
2: Yeah, if you've got an older building that legitimately looks older, it's hard to find you know, people. want to be in there business owners want to have you know places for their employees where their employees will enjoy coming to work so they generally try and buy or rent nicer places Um, so if you've got a a tired old building and particularly if it's not in a great location you may need to repurpose the building so yeah it can be tough
1: it can be tough and Mm -hmm. then you're fighting the city and permitting and zoning and we want to replace the we want to do asphalt on the parking lot well now you have to plant 30 trees Welcome yeah. to Tallahassee. Yeah. <laughs> now you lose six parking spaces. It's it's just a grind as far as that's concerned. I'm hoping Mayor Daly will, and the new commission will look at that.
2: Yeah, they can certainly you know streamline some of that. Yeah, I appreciate this. You know the trees are nice, so I don't I don't actually mind. Till one it.
1: goes so through your sure. roof.
2: Till one goes through your roof. This is true too. But they are you know?
1: trimming back more often. Yeah. I do see Ashblend working on Appalachian Parkway cutting back, which is important. Very so good. that we're not. You know, but it is more challenging if you have an existing office space to attract the tenant. It's challenging.
2: It It is challenging um, unless that is a really nice-looking office space. The people will take an older apartment that doesn't have new appliances in it that's got older cabinets or countertops or whatever there, but it is really hard to rent a... Uh, an older office space you, you need to um if, if you're going into the office market yeah i would i would encourage you either your construction or be prepared to uh renovate if it's an old building
1: hmm.
2: yeah
0: happening a lot around Tallahassee. Hmm. i mean what tmh did to the old va is incredible i mean really looks good off of man mm-hmm. and phillips it's really really looks good and it
1: needed to be done
0: yeah i went in it the other day and it's really nice did it was it nice on the inside yeah Beautiful. Very cool. Yeah, the entry's great. I mean, all of it. Parking, a little rough, but the rest of it really good. But
1: parking in town is I mean, anywhere inside of Capitol Circle it's is tough. tough. Correct. And have they sold those uh the old office building where Jeff was working?
0: They they sold the office building to whoever owns it now, but they're looking to repurpose it for I think Gasvini bought it. Yeah, they're going to do uh, office suites and I think some um, I guess some commercial businesses on the bottom but it's the it's that four-story building across from table 23 it
1: would have made great condos yeah at like some point they were condos. talking about
0: it at some point they were talking about it but
1: maybe there wasn't enough parking and there is not
0: enough parking but they also owned that um parking lot across the street where table 23 parks
1: oh they do yeah
0: they lease that to them what is
1: it what are <laughs> they going to do and maybe you know maybe you know the uh the gas station that I always illegally committed thoroughfare through—you know, you drive through to get to the other side of Thomasville Road, and it's—you know—you have to make I don't that know, seven but they're, and then it up, left. So I don't know what
0: they're doing. You don't though. know
1: what's going in there. It'd be interesting to <laughs> find out. Do you ever make that? Always make it's, that it's, illegal. It's left, really tough coming off of I mean, seven I don't know. to go back onto Thomasville. I don't know that it's the best
0: place for a convenience store slash gas station because of entrance and exit, but it would it would. Uh, make if they just did like a gas station and not convenience store whatnot they need to loosen it up there
1: you know what they're putting down here do you see the shell in the kfc sign right outside the, uh, the corner here no
0: but not surprising
1: kfc gas down station. where
0: that texaco was yeah right now yeah
1: when i was pulling in coming nice. up callaway
0: they need something there th- this uh, it's interesting to me that monroe does not have more Gas stations and where they do, the entrance and exits of them are horrible.
1: Right. The Circle K brutal uh, and it's horrible. overtaken by horrible hoodlums. Yes. It's just, I don't even like going rough. in there. It smells. So no offense to the guy who owns will. Circle K. Hopefully you don't know that, Charlie. But <laughs> I mean, it's brutal going in there. It Charlie, really needs like, to be cleaned mine. up. No, I don't know. You never know. But I agree with you. The ins and the outs are it's a challenge. Tough. But all of Monroe, I'm glad they're cleaning it up. Agreed. I mean, it is better. Than it was, but a couple years ago, Monroe looked blight. It was blighty.
0: Well, I mean, thank God they've redone most of Monroe in terms of the streets themselves. (laughs) I mean, it it was like being on the back road somewhere. It was it was (laughs) rough. So it's getting better.
1: They didn't spend any money on that. I think the state owns that road, right? Isn't it a state road? I think Monroe's the state road.
0: Charlie Highway Twenty Seven.
2: Yeah, that wouldn't mean. Yeah, it's a state. state Yeah, so it's the state we need
1: to call and complain to. (sighs) And I'm on it. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. I'm about to uh, go on to Greg Tish's Facebook and make some notes because he left it Greg, open for me. Close it out. 850-656-009. Thank you, Charlie, for coming on. My I pleasure. really appreciate it. Yes. Charlie Peters, Alliance Capital. Partners LLC. He
0: likes pets, call him. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Thanks Even for a having fish.
1: me. Thank you.
2: Huh?
1: Cross the highway. Forget today